Hey there, and welcome to Are We Europe Readouts. Today we're reading a story from our latest print magazine, The Sports Issue. For some, sports is the stuff of nation building, flags and hymns, blood, sweat and tears. To others, it is simple entertainment. What can sports tell us about who we are? Welcome to the Wild West. How line dancing became all the rage in post-socialist East Germany. By Mandula Vandenberg. Read by Mikta Reorst. The old cultural center smells like sweat and bratwurst. Middle-aged dancers in western wear arrange themselves into neat lines around me. A bouncy girl with pigtails in a head announces the next song. Get ready for a golden oldie, yeehaw! She leads us through the steps to Country Music FIBA by Larry Shuba and Western Union. Line dancing is for everyone who can count till four, Andreas has told me several weeks earlier when I visited him and his wife Anita at their home in the northeastern German state of Brandenburg. Yet I'm struggling to turn as smoothly as the girl on stage. A woman wearing high-heeled boots and a wide pink leather belt smiles at me conspiratorially. I have been researching the East German country scene for several months, but I still can't get used to the sight of white-brimmed hats and wrinkly Johnny Cash tattoos, even after meeting Anita and Andreas, two self-proclaimed cowboys who live on a small organic farm and are active members of their local country music scene. Since their children moved out, the couple have been going line dancing every week. Line dancing was born in the United States in the 1970s, as country music merged with the disco scene. Today, it's practiced worldwide and is associated with the mythology of the American West. For the Brandenburg couple, country is more than a hobby. A lifestyle, Anita repeatedly calls it. Every summer they visit several festivals and once a year, they pay a visit to Pullman City, a holiday park and living western town in Bavaria. Here, they get to wear their cowboy outfits all day long, line dance at night and watch the occasional horse show. On the walls of the staircase of their Brandenburg home, a photo gallery shows the couple throughout the years beaming in front of the doors of the Pullman City Saloon. Many East Germans share Anita and Andreas' fascination with 19th century America. In the former German Democratic Republic, countless line dancing clubs celebrate the Wild West and the Siedlergeschichte, or settler's history. For many visitors, it's just lighthearted fun. With others like Andreas and Anita, see the local country scene as a response to their everyday lives. It's an expression of resistance against their post-socialist realities. Anita offers me a cup of tea. I'm sitting on a musty piece of sheepskin on their couch. The living room walls are paneled with wood, and in the middle of the space stands a huge Canadian log burner. Wiping his glasses, Andreas explains that the country scene fits into a long German tradition. The Wilder Westen Kreis started in the 19th century with German author Karl May. Though he had never traveled to the United States, May wrote more than 30 books about the adventures of Winnetou, the great chief of the Apache and his blood brother, Old Shatterhand. The books were a monster hit and have gone on to shape the games of German children for over a century. The attraction of the Wild West is often linked to the contrast between the bleak realities of an industrializing Germany and the freedom of the fierce, defiant cowboys and Indians in May's stories. Though the history of the American frontier was real, in this fictionalized version, the promises of the New World were nothing but fantasy. The power of these narratives, however, didn't go unnoticed by Germany's political regimes. After the Second World War, the Western film genre reflected the ideological split between East and West. Following Hollywood's lead, West Germany depicted the cowboy as a hero fighting the savage 
Indian. In a GDR, this logic was inverted. East Germans reinvented the Indian as a socialist blood brother. In their films, Native Americans, much like the East Germans themselves, remained strong and resilient against a Western imperial threat. Why then did some East Germans decide to become cowboys? Andreas finds the answer self-evident. He loves the music of country bands like Truck Stop and feels a historical connection with the legendary herdsmen. When I was young, we used to catch the cows with motorbikes instead of lassos, but we were catching them nonetheless. He and Anita were also attracted to the subversive element of the subculture. What do people like to do? Whatever is forbidden. Country became a sign of resistance. First against East German mainstream culture in the GDR, then following the fall of the Berlin Wall in 1989 against the power of the West. According to Andreas and Anita, the reunification of Germany paved the way to economic imperialism. The companies that survived were suddenly taken over by the West. The laws, money, healthcare, education, banking, traffic, everything changed. Had we wanted the Western system, we would have left. Sure, we didn't love the GDR with its oppression and the Stasi, but we never wanted this. East Germans' disappointments with reunification added a new layer to the Wilder Westen mythology. They once again turned to Karl May's fictionalized America and his rural fantasy of the frontier. Yet this time, it wasn't a form of defense from the hardships of industrialization. It was an alternative to the unfamiliarity of their post-socialist world in which Anita lost her job as a teacher of Russian and the couple struggled financially. I feel connected to the authenticity, Andreas emphasizes. I can understand why people get into the Middle Ages. That's about craftsmanship, a world that is not so commercial. In line dancing too, it's about authenticity and community. The country scene helps him make sense of the kind of life he wants to live, the person he wants to be. However, much like any historical period that is romanticized and decontextualized, the myth of 19th century America is not without controversy. The East German country scene tends to gloss over the violence of the much-admired settlers' history. Not only does it ignore the genocide of the Native Americans, it appropriates narratives of the American South, stripping them of their racist implications. In 1861, the American Confederacy, a maverick group of states, broke away from the United States to rebel against the recent election of anti-slavery President Abraham Lincoln. This led to the American Civil War, which lasted from 1861 to 1865, in which they were defeated and eventually re-annexed. Andreas is convinced that this is the perfect historical metaphor for Germany's reunification. But what this myth fails to acknowledge is that the secessionist states sought to preserve the institution of slavery upon which their economies were founded. In a negotianist ideology that has come to be known as the lost cause, the Confederates' defeat has been turned into a moral victory. It claims that the American Civil War was never about the abolition of slavery, but about economic subjugation of the South. During the workshop, I look around me at the dancing crowd. One man is wearing a shirt with a Confederate flag, a symbol unmistakably associated with white supremacy in both the United States and Germany. Yet, the cowboys feel these implications are irrelevant. It's roleplay, Anita winks. To her, the dancing and dressing up are playful ways to subvert East German narratives. The practices and symbols may have American roots, but their meaning is different here in Brandenburg. I look up at the crowd as I recognize the tune to Achy Breaky Heart, one of Andrea's favorites. The woman with the pink belt is mouthing the lyrics, stepping sideways, and turning as she clicks her heels. I do my best to keep up. Did you like listening to this story? Dive into all our readouts from this issue or previous ones, 
or listen to our narrative Are We Europe stories wherever you get your earful of audio right now. And don't forget, you can also become an Are We Europe member and connect with storytellers across the continent starting at four euros a month. Just go to areweeurope.com slash member and help us build a new media for our changing continents. That's areweeurope.com slash member.